and welcome back to the Fantasy Madness Podcast Show Thingy. <laughs> With me, the Mad Chatter, Ryan M.K. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Hope you all had a wonderful weekend, an early weekend. Hopefully, you're on to round two, as Bill Belichick would say. For any newcomers to the pod, welcome, welcome, yes. You'll find we do things a little bit differently here. And by we, I mean me and the voices in my head, and occasionally my cat Hermione. Yeah, little, little different here. But we, we mainly focus on dynasty. Yes, very dynasty-centric, obviously, you know, trend towards the uh, PPR side of things. Don't like kickers. What else? What else? Superflex. I mean, we're going the way of Superflex, and, and this is kind of fantasy football, right? It just evolves over time. You know, used to be just very standard. Dynasty comes along. PPR, two quarterback leagues, the Superflex. You have all the different kinds of leagues. Vampire, I've yet to try. It's the one league I've yet to try. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Vampire League. But lots of good, good stuff in the fantasy community. It's just always evolving. I love it. Very analytics-based. Use a lot of playerprofiler.com. I actually do write for playerprofiler.com. I do a lot of good stuff in the off-season. This season, during the season, my first season, sorry for all the seasons, uh, writing for Player Profiler, I've been doing the infirmary report, which has been the injury report and, you know, detail what's going on in the injury world of the NFL and what you might want to do if you're in a situation where you have injuries. Good players to look at. Suggested some good stuff along the way. Chad Hansen being one. So definitely check that out. Comes out every Sunday morn. The infirmary Injury report for playerprofiler.com. That's kind of what we do here. Talk dynasty. You know, I sprinkle a little DFS in there because I've gotten more involved in that this this year. Did some best ball as well. So I'm going to venture into that more as well next year. So, but like I said, dynasty-centric. Yes. And... To my madcaps that have been around a while, I apologize. Normally, get the pod on Monday. This week, it's Wednesday. And I know the newcomers that I just spoke to are sitting here going, what the, what the hell? <laughs> He's late on his pod? What the? That doesn't seem very consistent. But here's the deal. Full transparency. And you'll get a lot. You'll get a lot of that from me. I don't mind, you know, showing my blemishes, my flaws. I don't mind. I sink into it, rather. You'll know me. If I ever have a mistake on the pod, you know, I, it's not past me to do, you know, one of uh, these things. Because the chatter just be blah, 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 blah. <laughs> But full transparency, I did record a pod Sunday night after the awesome Bill Steelers game. Holy shit, Stephon Diggs just eating. The Steelers wide receivers, what the fuck do you do with them? <laughs> they got no run game, the Steelers. I guess neither do the Bills, really. Singletary Moss, eh. 
was hoping we'd get a little something from Moss, but eh. <laughs> but the Bills, man, they're good. And I, I had a pod recorded, but here's the problem. You see, here in the smoke shack at the Madhouse MK, this is where I do my potting. It's also where the wife and I do our smoking. It's also where, in this closet over here, we do our growing. In other words, I've got a grow tent in the closet with some plants of the marijuana variety. Now, it's okay. I don't mind talking about it. I live in Colorado. It's legal. And I have my card. I'm allowed to do this shit. It says so on my card. I can grow plants. So, I'll be growing plants. And to do that, it requires a light. And this light has a fan. Because it's a special kind of light. And normally, I turn that fucker off before I start potting. On the rare couple of occasions, I have forgot to turn it off. I've noticed it right away when recording and just stopped recording, redid the opening segment after I turned the fucking light off. Now, the problem was this time, Sunday night, I didn't realize I had left the fan on until the entire fucking podcast was recorded. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, it's not that bad, is it? And I listen. It's bad. Because <laughs> more transparency. I don't have some fantastic setup with a high-powered computer and, and a nice program where I can mix everything. And No. I'm rolling with an iPad. I do have a nice pod microphone. It's a very nice microphone. But I'm rolling, you know, with an iPad to get all this shit done. Which is helpful. And it's very compact and very easy to take around. But it's, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. As the kids say. I guess the kids don't say that, really. That's a very old thing. So we'll, we'll, we'll move on. So I thought about recording after the Monday night game. Another great game. Lamar Jackson, thank you. To derail myself a little bit. I must say, I'm used to winning more. And I know that sounds shitty, but it's true. Like, I, I, I play on average about 10 leagues a year. I'm used to still doing meaningful stuff right now. In all my leagues, but one or two. This year, I'm only doing meaningful stuff in two. Playoff time comes. And one of those teams got their ass kicked this weekend because I had Thielen and Godwin and Aaron Jones and James Robinson who got about 30 points combined. <laughs> it was 40, maybe. <laughs> but not a good, good, good day for that team. But my squad in my IDP league, I was down 25 walking into Monday night. But I had Lamar Jackson. Thank you, Lamar Jackson, for, you know, you know, finishing your poop and coming back out and scoring some more points. That was much appreciated. Put that fucker away for me. <laughs> I don't know. He says it really was cramps. I don't know. I don't know. I'll take him at his word. I mean, he seems like a dude who, if he really had to poo, he'd just say, yeah, I was pooping. I don't know. I would say that, but <laughs> maybe I'm misjudging him. But I was also thinking, you know, once playoff time hits, I really want to go down to one pod anyway. I kind of talked about it because during the offseason, we're going to, you know, quiet things down a little bit. So, it was, uh, yeah, 
we can do the same thing in the playoffs because there's no reason to have two a week. Get so fucking detailed. Do, doing thing, you know, the, the, the prognosis aspect, going game by game. You know, I was questioning that anyway. I'd been up and down. And let's face it, this year I'm really trying to find the groove of exactly how I want to set these pods up, how I want them organized, the whole, yeah. And so it's still, you know, I'm still working out the kinks and working on all that. And so I don't mind being in flux a little bit. And hopefully, listeners, you don't mind either, my madcaps. So, all that being said, we finally do have the pod. We're going to do things a little bit differently, mix it up a little bit again. It's been a wild weekend. What a wild 2020, right? Fucking crazy. And the stupid are running rampant still. And hey, I tell you what. We may be getting a new president. But old Trump, he awakened and empowered the stupid. (laughs) And I believe that uh, even come the day that Trump leaves office, this bullshit will continue on. (laughs) They've been empowered, the stupid. That's what (laughs) I, I digress. I'll just say this. If you want to hear any more of my thoughts on the stupid, as I'll call them, because <laughs> they're not going anywhere for a while. <laughs> my thoughts on the, check out my other podcast, the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. It's not a political podcast. It's a variety hour type show. Just my thoughts on a bunch of different shit. I, I hit on Trump and some of that stuff, or well, I guess I was pretty heavy on that in recent months, but, but that's calmed down a lot. I like to talk about space stuff a lot. History, movies, could hear me talk about uh, my ranking of the alien and predator movies. Battlebots, some other sports that I don't talk about on here. I like to talk some pro graps, TV shows, music, books, whatever. Talk about all sorts of shit. So check that out everywhere you find this. And again, at RMK Menace on the Twitter, on the grams, you can check out all my content. Yes, my writing. My pods, all of it. But it was a wild weekend. And I hope that if you're listening, I hope you made it past round two, at least in the majority of your matchups. And hey, I think it's time to get into our thoughts from some of, of this round one of Playoff Madness, week 14, and, and you know, discuss how it might pertain to things going forward in the next couple of weeks, yes? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> ah, yes. Playoff madness. Pretty wild weekend. You had the whole Josh Jacobs thing, which was interesting. And normally I don't hate on football play because I hate the fantasy goers out there, the fantasy football players, who will at or DM athletes and bitch at them about their performance because it let down their fantasy team. You get the fuck out of here. And I imagine Josh Jacobs' actions on Sunday were uh, directed towards those kinds of people, but he forgets there's a lot of good people in the fantasy football world. And uh, his little trolling exercise 
really just earned him instant karma because his day wasn't very good. And I just don't understand. Again, normally I'll stick up for the athlete. In this situation, I don't fucking get it. And am I mad at him? No. I don't roster a ton of Josh Jacobs myself. But do I, do I understand? No, no, no. Not this, not this one. Not this one. Just seems like a dick move. <laughs> he even put fuck your fantasy team. Okay, you don't you don't care for people. I don't get it. But maybe he's had enough backlash from fantasy people. He's like, fuck these fantasy football motherfuckers. <laughs> but I digress. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Lame day for him. King Henry, though. Whoo! 215 yards, two touchdowns. Prince A.J. Brown, seven catches, 112 yards, and a touchdown. I think you can expect more. They play Detroit and Green Bay the next two weeks. And while Green Bay has got the firepower on the offense, defense, not great. Not great. So, expect more from the Titans offense in the coming days. Even Corey Davis, I think you're going to be happy with the Titans' output over the rest of the playoffs. James Robinson, I'm a little worried about. He had a rough day. Gardner Minshew is going to be back in the lineup. I don't know how much that might help him a little bit. But they do play Baltimore and Chicago coming next in the top half of the league versus the run. That's a little worrisome. Not worrisome is Miles Sanders anymore. I think that this is a good thing. And I did mention this in the last pod, that I thought Jalen Hurts would actually be beneficial for Miles Sanders. And so that I understood if you sat him, but I didn't recommend it. And, hey, 115 yards, two touchdowns. Next week, he gets Dallas. So you definitely need to fire him up again, okay? Just do it. Or is that next week? Week 16. They get Dallas in the Super Bowl. Sorry. Dallas in the Super Bowl. So you gotta, gotta play him then. David Montgomery was good again, too, huh? 113 yards and a touchdown. And he's someone who... You know, never been huge on, but he has played well in recent weeks, and he has Minnesota and Jacksonville on the docket, so I feel like you can trust him the rest of the fantasy playoffs. As with Jonathan Taylor, 150 yards and two touchdowns this past Sunday, but he's got Houston next week, and then he does have Pittsburgh in the final week, the Super Bowl. But at that point, man, Pittsburgh, I mean, Indy's playing so well right now. And Pittsburgh's is, is kinda on their heels. So we'll have to see what happens next week. But I imagine, you know, Pittsburgh is not un- unstoppable. Like they they can be beat on the ground. And Jonathan Taylor just might be the dude to do it. So that's what I got for you on him. And T. Y. Hilton, speaking of the Colts, fucking eighty six yards of two touchdowns. Again, another another T. Y. Hilton sighting. And this is no longer sightings. Hilton is on a roll. It kind of stinks because I keep expecting, you know, a bounce back game from Michael Pittman. But hey, I have always been a fan of T.Y. Hilton. So if he wants to keep rolling, keep firing him up too. Woo! Colts. Colts. Houston and Pittsburgh. Play them boys. Buddy Howell. <laughs> the fuck? No! I know. I mean, clearly the Houston coaches are as unimpressed with Duke Johnson as of late as I am. Uh, He has not been good in relief for David Johnson. So, so much for that shit. Thank you, Duke. And there I go. Acting like getting all mad at Duke Johnson. But it really is. What the hell is wrong? I just expect 
talented back. You just figure, I don't know. It's no wonder he's never got that much run before. But Buddy Howell. Buddy Howell. <laughs> Speaking of other running backs, situations that are mystifying, the Ezekiel Elliott situation. His value stinks right now. But you got to hold on. Don't trade him in the offseason, okay? I, uh, you got to hang on to him. Dak's going to come back. I mean, what else are the Cowboys going to do, right? If Dak comes back, bolster up the offensive line a little bit. He's on that contract. They're going to play him. They're going to feed him. So, you just got to hope he gets out to a killer start next year and then you can trade him for something of value because he ain't worth a whole fucking lot. Not what he should be right now. I feel like I'm a year late on him. Normally, this is why I like to cycle running backs because you just never know. It could just end. It could just end. Le'Veon Bell. I mean, we've seen this before. So, you got to think about it. And, like, Dalvin Cook is a prime candidate for me. I've got him on a few rosters now. Someone I'm looking to sell this coming off season. I mean, Duke can't even stay healthy for a 16-game season. As awesome as he is, as great as he is when he's out there. I mean, I don't think his decline is very far away. Another one I'm worried about? Tyler Lockett. He's had two big games this year of like almost 35 points and 50 points. He's had three other games that have been, you know, solid. Like above 15 points. He's had a couple that were above 10. More than that, you know. But then you look at Washington, L.A. Rams, those are the next two opponents, two tough defenses. And it's just, it's it's the DK show. I mean, I don't know if I trust Lockett. Now, he may be a guy where you don't have a better option. And that's fine. I get that. But I also firmly believe this is not a time when you say, hey, name value is everything. Okay? Prime example, Ezekiel Elliott. You really feel good about playing him? So if there's a better option on your bench, you're going to ignore it because it's Ezekiel Elliott? In your lineup? No. You have to make the adjustment. You have to change. Do it for your team. Now, don't get cute. If you've got a fucking stud and he's got a bit of a tough matchup, don't go, okay, I'm not playing him. Like, the Titans' schedule is pretty good for the next two weeks. But imagine if King Henry was facing, well... One of the tougher run defenses, right? What would you do then? Would you sit King Henry? No. So that's what I mean. Don't get cute. You're not going to do that. But Zeke, what's he really done this year? That's one you got to look at. I mean, Tyler Lockett, you could hope for one of those huge games. Harder to come by against tough defenses, particularly because the tougher defenses can make life difficult for Russell Wilson. Because the Seattle offensive line still is, they've gotten, 
healthier. They've gotten better. But it's still an issue. It's a good thing they got Russ. Just just good thing they got Russ. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I think he's pretty much become the clear number two in Green Bay. I mean, you got Robert Tanyan there too, but 85 yards and a touchdown. Carolina and Tennessee coming up. Beatable defenses. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers should score some points over the next couple of weeks. And while Jones and Adams are gimmies, but I do think MVS, if you need wide receiver help, I think he can be played the next couple of weeks. I really do. Man, that Bills-Steelers game. <laughs> the thing is, is that you look at the Steelers, that I would really like to see what they have in Anthony McFarland. I think they need to give him some run because it ain't Benny Snell and James Connors faded. So they need to see what they have in Anthony McFarland, if you ask me. If you ask me. Hopefully we get some, let me see some of that Anthony McFarland. I know, I know. A little power-up for that run game. Now, maybe those of us that like Anthony McFarland are wrong on him and, uh, you know, it just doesn't work out. But I think it's worth a shot. Because it, it, there's nothing else impressive. It just, you know, what was impressive? Brandon Ayuk, ten catches, 119 yards. You know, you got to figure they get a better quarterback situation there. The Niners are going to be fine. They're going to get Kittle back. They've got Ayuk and Debo sitting there. They, they'll, they'll be good. Speaking of Debo, done for the year. He's going to miss the rest of the season. But that means Ayuk, man. If you've got him, got to play him the next two weeks. Despite despite matchup, it doesn't matter. He's going to smash this week because they play Dallas. But then they play Arizona. you got to play him. Austin Eckler. He's back to doing his thing. Over 20 points. Yards. Catches. And he's got Las Vegas and Denver coming up. So, you'd be happy to be playing Austin Eckler. Now, some of the duds this week. Round one. Fant. Noah Fant. Got the illness, went out right away, didn't do anything. Deontay, Pont, Deontay Johnson had eight points. It's a rough one. That Steelers, we talk about the run game. The receivers are tough, too. And I mentioned a few weeks ago, like, it's hard not, how do you not play him if you've got one of them? Because any one of them could go off. But that's also part of the problem, right? Because you look at Juju, he had a big day yesterday, but he did. That was a bigger day than, than a lot of them. You know, he's kind of been the third receiver a lot of the season. But Deontay Johnson, eight points. Chase Clay, like, so it's it's tough with those receivers. Even James Washington. I mean, <laughs> can't forget about him. So the Steelers wide receiver situation is tough. But again, you sit him. Don't get cute. But is there a better option? You have to look. You have to look. Aaron Jones, nine and a half points. It, it's uh, <laughs> he'll bounce back though. Carolina, Tennessee, very beatable defenses on the ground. Aaron Jones is going to get his, and I do think the the Minnesota receivers bounce back. They play Chicago this week, which is a bit tougher. But Thielen did have a couple of touchdowns against them in their first matchup of the year. Chris Godwin really didn't do much at all on Sunday. He's got Atlanta and Detroit coming up. And I do think Brady will get him the ball. 
So I do expect bounce-back games from him and Mike Evans, who got under 10 points as well. And then Devontae Parker. He put up a big old donut. He's been, you know, iffy since Tua Tungvaluwa came in as quarterback. And I do think it's fair to wonder, in this sense, there, there's a lot of stuff going on around about Tua that I don't think is correct. He actually does throw the ball deeper than you think. He de- <laughs> Like, there's certain aspects to him, like, where I think people are getting it wrong. One thing that's not wrong is that Parker has looked a little better with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I think that is a check mark in the Fitzpatrick box. You will have to see if Tua develops any chemistry with them, but uh, they got a little bit of a tough next couple of weeks. And not to mention, they're down Gasecki. Which, ultimately, you would think that could open things up a little bit for Devontae Parker, but alas, it's likely to make it tougher on him. But the, the problem, the real problem in Miami, if you ask me, is the fucking run game. They need a run game. God damn it. I thought Miles Gaskin was good when he was in there, but he's on the COVID list. He, I mean, we'll see if he plays this week or not. DJ Moore sounds like he's coming off the COVID list, so we'll see what happens with Miles Gaskin, but they need a fucking run game. <laughs> they should get them some Tony Pollard. Boop, boop. They got a bunch of picks coming up. Miami and the next draft. They could really solidify that fucking team. Um, They've been good. They've been good. We'll see how they do down the road. Okay. So that's a little bit of the playoff madness. And I think we'll let that lead into some round two prognosis before we get out of here. May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. That is right. The pod will be closing in five minutes. But before we do that, before we do that, let's get into some of these thoughts on the upcoming round. Round two, week 15 in the NFL. That is right. little prognosis. See, Christian McCaffrey is going to miss again, so you got to keep riding that Mike Davis. Hopefully, most of you Christian McCaffrey owners have him because you've likely been suffering without him if you're even still alive. In the playoffs, I mean, not like literally. As I mentioned, no Gusecki. I mean, there's a couple names to look at there, but I just, I don't. Miami's got a tough schedule. I think it's going to be rough for them. I really do. I think they could uh, have a rough ending to the year. I hope not. I like what they're doing. But again, they got plenty of picks. They should be able to fortify that team. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. If you are in wide receiver trouble, I do believe Chad Hansen is a name you can look to. Now, we'll see if Brandon Cooks is available for this coming Sunday or not. But I think regardless, two weeks in a row, Chad Hansen, man. Second leading receiver two weeks ago, leading receiver last week. I really do think he's worth a flex spot because... Watson's going to have to throw, and somehow he's developed quickly something with Chad Hansen because that is two weeks in a row. Ideally, it's still a small sample size. You'd like to see some more, but I do feel comfortable playing him. 
particularly in DFS. I would definitely, definitely do that. <sighs> and again, just a reminder, don't get too cute. But I do think there's some names to monitor, like Ezekiel Elliott, Tyler Lockett, some of these, some of these people we've mentioned, Devontae Parker. I'm starting to wonder about Noah Fant. Like, you got to, when it comes to the playoffs, yeah, if they're complete studs and they've been killing it all year, you don't take them out for nothing. But, in the situation as, and I use again, Ezekiel Elliott, he's struggled most of the year. If there is a better option, do not ignore it just because of the name Zeke. Is all I'm saying. Is all I'm saying. And I do think there's some potentially high scoring games this week. Detroit, Tennessee. Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Carolina, Green Bay. Philly, Arizona. Casey, New Orleans. Whew. And I think this is important to note for DFS. Because those are the games I'm looking to get a chunk of players from. You know, some defenses are lacking among those matchups. And some good offenses. I'm looking at, you know, Hurts, Jalen Hurts, as far as a value play again. He came through a little bit last week. And I do think he's a solid dude. He could potentially continue to grow and grow the next few weeks. He could be good for daily. I like him. I like him. And he's still cheap. Phillip Rivers is pretty cheap this week, too. I mean, he's not in my, he's not in my, you know, top guy but who that might be a way to go if you're trying to get some value at the quarterback position the running backs i kind of like the dobbins swift Fournette area there's some guys in that area with some good matchups particularly those three and it does look like ronald jones is banged up he might miss the game and if he does that's a good spot for Fournette. it could be a good spot for him anyway if they want to limit a little bit what rojo does so i do think there's some interesting options right there and also a little price down low because of some bad we Terry McLaurin. And then you got Godwin right around his area. And I do think that's some names you really need to monitor. This is a perfect week for a Terry McLaurin bounce back. And then with Chris Godwin, you're not going to keep him out for Tom Brady loves him. Everybody loves him. And even Mike Evans. I think they bounce back this week as well. Then you got Darnell Mooney who I'm waiting for a big breakout game from, and I just think he's worth throwing in a few lineups because he could really hit. And you got to look at Mitch Trubisky, this Bears offense. They've been better the past few weeks. Dave Montgomery, again, running the ball well. you got to look at him. And the Bears matchups, again, not that Minnesota and Jacksonville. Definitely two teams you can put up points on. So I hate to say it, but fuck the Bears offense. Looking good for the next couple of weeks. And then I'll once again just say Chad Hansen. On the tight end side of things, I think you got to keep loving you some Logan Thomas and keep throwing him in your lineups. Along with Irv Smith, I think is going to pick. Because as much as, uh, you know, Chicago is probably going to beat up on Minnesota a little bit, uh, I do think. Minnesota's going to put up some points. They're going to put up points in week 16 as well. 
They're going to have to because their defense is likely to give up. I really just, you know, we we did have a bit of a dud fantasy-wise from the Bucks and the Vikings this past weekend because it was the, the main guys didn't do a whole lot, right? Thielen, Jefferson, Godwin, Evans. He had Cook, who had a solid game. And Rojo had a solid game. It was rough for the the stud pass catchers, right? But Irv Smith had a game. Mm-hmm. So I do think we're really in a bit of a bounce-back spot for all four of those wide receivers. I really, really do. I really, really do. I know. It's been more than five minutes. I know, I know, I know. So let's go ahead and let's close up shop because we're taking too long. Brendan, may I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five Two. minutes. <laughs> uh, and don't forget, Thursday night football. Bolts at Raiders will run out of Thursday night games. This is the last one. I think this might be the last one. And then Saturday, we've got Saturday football. That's right, because college football is over. You know me. I'm not so big on college football. And you can hear my reasons on other pods. Maybe I'll explain it again sometime. But not right now. But we do have the Bills at the Broncos, the Panthers at the Packers. So we should get some fun games there. I'm hoping Bills and Broncos is a little more high scoring too. Nice to see the the Bills, man. You just got to trust them from here on out. You just got to. You just got to. And let's see another good game. True lock. Fuck's sake. God damn. Anyway, that's all I got for you, peeps. I hate that word, peeps. Madcaps, my madcaps. That's what I got for you. So, we're going to get the hell out of here. Thank you once again for joining. Make sure to check out all my content at RMK Madness on the Twitters, on the Grams. That's right. And as always, much love to you all. Hope you have a great and wonderful rest of the week and weekend. Good luck in all of the games. Do not forget to check out my infirmary report for all your injury news and whatnot. And keep up on my social media for anything else may want to talk about in the next few days. Because this is how we're doing it from now on. We're going to do one week. And we'll do a midweek pod <sighs> next week for... Super Bowl week, and then moving on into the off season. That's how we'll do things. So, good luck, everyone. Until we chat again, ta-ta for now, and laters!